Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Slam Hub Wrestling. Myself, Supreet, and this is your AEW Rampage review for January 21st, 2021. I'm joined by Abby Maniac here. Uh, what did you think about this live edition of Rampage? I thought it was it was a solid little show here. Um, I thought that it was a good show. Uh, solid... Uh... It can be your opinion. <laughs> uh, for me, yes, it was a good show. Uh, I haven't been in touch with wrestling for the past two weeks. So for me, it was a pretty good show. Yeah, a lot has happened these two weeks. <laughs> yes. But um, let's talk about the entirety of the show. But before that, if you're new... To slam up wrestling, make sure to like, share, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Uh, check out our other content links provided in the description below. But let's start off uh, rampage here with the return, the in-ring return of John Moxley, and uh, he was facing all ego Ethan Page, and I thought it was a really good comeback match for Mox. Uh, we all know how good Ethan Page is. He was a solid opponent for Mox here. What did you think about this match? Uh, I would agree with you. I thought that it was a competitive bout, a good comeback bout, as you said, for Moxley. The end moments of the bout were amazing, in my opinion. The ending and the build-up to the bulldog choke for Moxley, that was superb in my opinion. And uh, throughout the bout, uh, I observed that the crowd was firmly behind Moxley. They were clamoring for his return. And Moxley is a huge star. Uh, that is uh, pretty much documented. He is from WWE and his independent run prior to WWE is pretty much documented. He was a pretty, pretty big deal. And as you said that uh, regarding Ethan Page, he drew through, uh, he drew heat from the crowd and pretty good heel work, in my opinion, from Ethan Page. And uh, Moxley, he's been to rehab. He, uh, you know, he's clean. He looks in phenomenal shape. The commentators were, you know, uh, you can say, delivering on the said fact throughout the bout and it was pretty much evident you know uh, when we saw you uh, you guys must have seen you know on dynamite i saw it on rampage uh, you know it was pretty much evident he looks in my opinion young pun not intended and he looks good and uh, i guess his mind is in the game now and uh, I guess that if the booker, you know, I guess books him in compelling storylines in the future, I would say that it can make for uh, compelling content for us and we would be pretty much, you know, invested in that and we would be looking forward to what happens, uh, you know, in the future for uh, involving John Moxley. And we also saw, you know, what happened post-match as well. 
but uh, let's try to you know uh, go through the some of the highlights for this match um, scorpio sky like ethan page was accompanied by scorpio sky but uh, page ordered sky to you know said he has got this and told him to go to the back and like i said before um, it is solid match here and at the end moments uh, uh, like like initially page was working on uh, moxley and uh, crowd was really hating you know uh, page for at this point and there was one moment he was going for the ego's edge and there was some struggle and the crowd was very into that and uh, the paradigm shift was being you know avoided by page and like you pointed out the final moments like a uh, moxley is beating the shit out of page and locking a sick looking bulldog choke for a submission win and there you go mox you know uh, with the post match celebration quickly walks out of the crowd walks out and uh, through the crowd and he's greeted by the american dragon brian danielson which was a little shocker here and he was there to just congratulate uh, mox there but mox just walked off and there you go man little teaser here on what we could expect at uh, the upcoming paper mox versus uh. danielson Sounds good to me, man. Yes, uh, same for me. Same for me. It was a pretty much, uh, you can say, much-awaited bout uh, between Brian and Moxley. It was booked for the tournament final. Uh, you know, it was pretty much hampered, and uh, Moxley was replaced with Miro. So I guess they are going forward with that. uh which was pre-planned uh by the booker so brian and moxley yes it is pretty much done for the pay-per-view i suppose and as you just pointed out and let's see what happens uh in the build up to revolution and uh, i suppose the build up should and would be exciting both the guys are you know good deal uh, and uh, with the work that brian is doing and the level that he is in he can go to so much extent uh, it would be pretty much uh, exciting to watch and experience and let's see what mox does in retaliation he is the baby face but he would be retaliate uh, he would retaliate of course so let's go with the flow let's go with the build up uh, i am pretty much looking forward to this match and the build up you know the promos and uh, all all the stuff uh, and i guess uh, you know you can say that uh, moxley has been uh, brought in i guess the timing was such i guess because he, uh, the next week's uh, dynamite is in ohio his hometown beach break so that was also one of the reasons as to why moxley has returned this week and uh, also he's booked for a gcw show i suppose he is booked against uh, homicide if i'm not wrong yeah it, so, it is this week only the big hammerstein show for gcw okay 
uh, I guess it's the world WRLD if I'm not wrong. Something like that, which I think mm-hmm. I'll be watching. Um, it it <laughs> yes, it seems interesting. I would watch the match, and uh, there are other bouts as well. So ah, I'm I would watching go... for the Hammerstein, you know. Yeah. Yes. The aura. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. 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 Uh, I uh, I would check it out as well if I g- get the time. Uh, I would uh, pretty much uh, the point that you said the aura of the Hammerstein ballroom. Absolutely, that is pretty much uh, a big you can say selling point uh, for any uh, you can say promotion or any league. Uh, for me to watch or for any uh, us to watch it seems so let's see let's see hopefully, hopefully it, should, it should be a good show yes absolutely but moving on uh, we have the jurassic express you know uh, commenting on what happened to christian cage on dynamite where he was you know attacked by the gun club so basically jungle boy laid out some kind of warning like they are coming in to stomp uh, the gun club's head in something like that and it's not just for you know for a tag title match or something like that mm-hmm. yes uh, i would like to say that uh, i didn't watch it live so i cannot judge with regards to that but uh, the beat down of vision cage in this uh, Pre-taped promo uh, looked good uh, with regards to the editing. I do not know or I cannot judge uh, what aired on Dynamite. So it looked good. And uh, with regards to Jungle Boy, I guess Jungle Boy is getting in, uh, to know that how much importance promos uh, you know, hold in this sport. You know, he at one point, uh, if I can recall that he said it outright on the air that uh, I'm paraphrasing at this point that uh, I'm not a promo guy, I just fight. But, uh, you know, uh, he did a good job with the promo right now uh, in this retail promo and uh, he is getting better. And he'll get better with time. I have faith in the guy. So let's see how that you know pans out as you know the weeks go by. But uh, moving on, originally this was supposed to be uh, the Young Bucks versus Ropongi Weiss, that is Trent Boreta and uh, Rocky Romero. But this match got cancelled due to Rocky Ro- uh, Rocky Romero. I think he has COVID. So wishing him the best. Get healthy soon. So plans changed here. So instead, we got Nick Jackson versus Trent Pareta. And I thought this was a really could say uh, what's the term I'm looking for? A really fast-paced, you know, that AEW style match that we expect every week. So it was one of those matches, and it was good. What did you think about it? Um I thought that it was a entertaining match, uh, but it was pretty 
unlike uh, the matches that uh, mostly the young bucks have on a you can say not a weekly basis but what they have you know the lucha style matches which is pretty much you know 10% or nil selling but uh, in this it was a you can say a slow paced a little classic wrestling uh, spiced up in this and it had little spots here and there surprising outcome with bretta winning and he got a huge uh, huge or you can say a big pop uh, when he won uh, he won the match it was a pretty good match in my opinion and uh, he got a clean win that is why that is also one of the reasons as to why it was a surprising outcome and uh, at the start of the bout i guess uh, you know the thing that i talked about in one of the past reviews that uh, trend barretta and wheeler yuta uh, between them it was not just a best friends quote and quote stick it was uh, real that they are going forward with a storyline they are making it a real thing that there is some tension between trend parita and uh, wheeler yuta as uh, you know it is just logical you know they outright replaced trend parita when he you know went due to medical reasons he went out of action and they just outright replaced him with wheeler yuta so let's see where that goes and uh, trent was selling his neck issues he has had surgery recently to heal the aforementioned issues and his selling was pretty good in my opinion and uh, nick jackson targeted the said the aforementioned repaired surgically uh neck with the ropes with the super kicks with the double axe handles etc and uh, that's pretty much uh all that i can say with regards to this bout pretty much entertained there was there was a big uh, near fall spot that they gave to trend like nick jackson was in control uh so what happened was uh, trent was you know uh, on the apron uh, like not the apron you can, the rampway so nick jackson hit a swanton uh, on trent on this said rampway then uh, back to the ring hit a 450 and yes. uh, this was supposed to be the finish but uh, trent would kick out uh, crowd popped over that and at the end Nick uh, Nick Jackson was going for a super kick a trend you know uh, esca- like uh, avoided it and hit the storm zero or the strong zero yes i yeah, i guess it's the storm zero so Could he did that and got a pin 1 2 3 and there you go i think trend needed this win because if you seen the track record of best friend they have been losing a lot So I think they needed at least one win in this situation. Mm-hmm. 
you can say that mm-hmm. and you know uh, with can say trend barretas uh, you know since that he has returned he looks and feels like a superstar as well so if you were thinking of booking the guy for the future or the distant future as a you know um top mid card or a top guy so you are building towards that it was a clean victory there was no you know you can say something or the other it was a clean victory so it is a it is a good deal for trend barretta and let's see what comes out of it in the future or the distant future and by the way they are doing orange cassidy versus adam cole on next week's beach break they are having a lights out match and hopefully that's the end of this uh, you could say faction versus faction thing let's uh, let's have adam cole move on to bigger and better things mm. yes i would agree i would agree and uh, i don't know this story between red dragon and young bucks uh, it's not heating up we are just waiting for the eventual match mm uh i guess the last time uh when i talked to you uh, regarding this on the review uh, matt jackson was out with uh, covid and with uh, medical issues so i guess if they are planning to have a match with uh, red dragon and the young bucks at revolution so the build up to that would be uh you know happening or you can say the things would get uh, heated up pretty soon enough and uh, the match uh, for the world championship between hangman adam page and adam cole that would also be happening at the pay per view so the build up to that would also be uh, you know getting heated up pretty soon yeah i think there should be some plan once adam yes. cole and gets involved in the world title picture i think then you could you know things start will start getting interesting regarding the other members as well yes yes uh, uh, the all the things that i just mentioned you know the all the members you know red dragon the young bucks uh hangman adam page and adam cole all of uh, these four stakeholders they are all involved in one story so anything that happens between them it would be affecting the dynamics of all the four people between one another so things would get heated up pretty soon and anything that happens between these four guys uh, these four stakeholders it would affect the other person the other three or the other two so let's see what happens it seems interesting but 
will they pull it off will they get people invested that's the million dollar question but moving on we had a video package you know reminding us that there is still tension between thunder rosa and mercedes martinez and <laughs> uh, yeah they just i think uh, it's time we you know got mercedes mercedes martinez you know uh, tv presence a lot not just via video packages and stuff mm-hmm. you know uh, since i uh, you know just mentioned that uh, i haven't been in touch with wrestling for the past two weeks so i cannot uh, you know judge what is happening with regards to mercedes martinez but i would guess that the story between these two ladies it needs more substance and it is echoing the thoughts that you just mentioned that you know people would get invested when there is more substance and you you know uh, say stuff in the promo that is compelling and that like i just said that that makes you want to see the match but right now i am not very much interested or i should outright say it bluntly i am not fucking interested in seeing mercedes martinez versus thunder rosa to be quite honest that it is just there what is your opinion regarding this match mm, it you... feels it feels like a feud that is little underneath between those two women's titles mm-hmm. i take it in that way and i think this is a short term deal eventually this will elevate thunder rosa uh, versus not uh, to get to brit baker eventually mm Mm. Mm, yes yes but you know anything that is happening on worldwide television any feud any rivalry you know it obviously it is my opinion you know you can take it or leave it obviously but you know if you add some substance to it it would make the fans invested and obviously it would get you ratings obviously and it would garner more audience which is only beneficial for you but if there is just a match which is thrown out even if it is just for the sake of putting someone over for the next level but what good does it get the said person when there is no substance to the said rivalry or the said story some substance to it that is all i'm saying yeah the like build up to yes yeah. yes please like for example on dynamite uh, leela harsh has been mad like uh, her friends her quote unquote friends statlander and red velvet are you know costing her the match and why like uh, when you cause someone a match you also cause someone that you know thousands of dollars 
so that was the mm. mentality of leila harsh and that's the reason she's mad and she said fuck it and she beat both statlander and red velvet to a pulp mm-hmm. understandable and uh, the leila harsh thing has been simmering for a while uh, you know it started off i guess uh, when chris statlander and leila harsh had a singles match on uh, sorry rampage. it happened on rampage yes and leila harsh just walked off uh, when there was a post match handshake between the two because in the midst of the bout they you know things got heated basically and it happens so when she loses the bout uh, any person when he or she loses it doesn't leave you in a good state it doesn't leave you in a good mindset some take it good some take it bad so when you look them uh, look the said people as real person and what you just mentioned that if it happened on dynamite what happened on dynamite that makes a lot of sense in my opinion that it was simmering she lose uh, she lost the match and here also she lost the match so it was simmering and then it uh, you know it had the big blow up so it makes sense now here in this case if we compare that to mercedes martinez versus thunder rosa i don't see anything mercedes martinez just costed thunder rosa her match basically there's that there is a little to no back story as to why mercedes martinez did it there is nothing as to nothing nothing is there you know is mercedes martinez working for somebody or jade cargill you know paid her smart marks or link paid her something something to it or even if you do not want to reveal it right now you can give a teaser or a backstage camera you know uh, you can give just a you can say moving shot with uh, jade cargill and mercedes martinez just talking so you gave a teaser or you can say to the fans only but when you are uh, making the full reveal you are giving it in the future if it is to be done in the same way that you just you know teased that it is jade and mercedes martinez they are working together or if it is just another reason all together it is to be planned and it is to be the decision is to be made in the future but give some teaser to it give some intrigue to the said story the said person that we are interested to watch the match we are interested in the said personality ie mercedes martinez right now i am not interested in mercedes martinez and i am not interested in watching her match 
with thunder rosa that's it and someone can comment on this what i am saying that you are talking very vince russo ish but the fact is that what i am or you can say what the opinion that i am saying would make the fans interested and if you are a promotion you are not thinking of making the fans interested you are a fool that's But pretty much you it. know what we are interested in yes hook no 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 it's not hook it's hook <laughs> he was uh, making his uh, wrestling debut on live tv this is his first live tv exposure the other appearances have been you know pre taped so uh, he was facing serpentico of chaos project so what happened was serpentico was doing this you know a signature thing with the streamers and stuff but uh, hook wasn't you know uh, impressed with this just uh, <laughs> ran him over so the match begins this match went total about a minute and 12 so he's just uh, tossing this guy from one corner to another and this is happening while serpentico is still in his uh, ring jacket and he's covered <laughs> with his streamers which was funny to watch so hook is just you know tossing him from one side to the other like i said and then he locked in the red drum and this is uh, he did it while you know just standing in the standing position he often does yes. it in a, in a laying sleeper thing but this time he just decimates uh, serpentico in quick fashion but uh, quickly we hear cutie marshal coming out and you know just uh, trying to insult hook here saying that Uh, he comes out and he hurts his opponent but uh, hook isn't you know uh, interested in uh, marshal's comments and he was walking uh, backstage but marshal did the fuck up thing and you know it stopped him midway so uh, hook decides to you know uh, grab marshal and hit him with a overhead suplex on the entrance way and just walked off like it was nothing so they are doing something with uh, hook versus cutie marshal in the future and i have a feeling we could see this at revolution revolution is in how many weeks it's in march right now is in march um i don't know man if they would be able to stretch it out till march let's see i guess qt marshal versus hook uh, all right yes i i can i i can see that if if Hopefully. possible you can do that if possible you can do that otherwise you can give it on a rampage we don't mind mm-hmm. but you know as you just you know just uh, said the proposition of qt marshal versus hook on a pay per view i'm thinking that yes probably they are thinking of uh, they would be thinking of booking the said match on the pay per view you know his uh, you know 
him having a live match on rampage now uh, and he would be having a live dynamite match in the upcoming weeks so i would guess that he would be having a pay per view match and revolution is the perfect time to have a pay per view match and i would guess that QT Marshall would be the perfect foil for it and uh, I, I would say that yes uh, they would be having the set match i would uh, absolutely agree with your proposition with regards to this match and let's see how they stretch this whole thing out you know because uh, what we just saw that uh, the match with you know uh, serpentico it was short it was sweet it was effective uh, you know just what you can say what we all expected you know it all is adding to the myth that is you know hook and cutie uh, did his job to perfection too in my opinion you know he garnered heat and also gave the shine to the you know baby face you know he is being booked as a baby face book and uh, now next step would be you know how the heel ie qt marshall with the nightmare factory retaliate so let's see what happens from them so let's see and uh, hopefully it is interesting and uh, compelling and uh, it makes us watch the set collision between the two qt and hook on revolution hook has a cult following so you know it would make some you know people to buy the pay per view so let's see Let's see what happens. You know what a captivating match focus on a pay per view. What? Hook versus Orange Cassidy. <laughs> I know, I know. You just talked about you know, uh, Hook having a cult following. There is a certain yes. myth surrounding him, and yes, putting yeah. him against Orange Cassidy is a little risky because Orange Cassidy, you know, go tends to be a little comedic. and some may criticize that it could hurt hook but uh, i think it could work in this scenario mhm then goal is Can to go hook right and yes it could be fun yes uh, it could be it could be you uh, i would agree with your proposition but uh, you know the timing is of the essence here uh, first you know qt marshall versus hook would be you know they would be doing it hopefully at revolution let's see uh, when they if they ever do uh, you know orange cassidy versus hook you know right now the thing is that orange cassidy is being booked as a baby face and hook is also being booked as a baby face 
so right now i do not think that uh, they would hamper with the momentum that both the guys have built up in any fashion uh, at this point they want to build the momentum of hook uh, right now so i do not uh, they would be booking the guy with the likes of uh the people who are you know quote unquote bad guys so let's see let's see what happens and right now his you know career is in infancy he has a long career so we all you know, hope for the best let's see what happens in the future but right now the focus is on QT Marshall and the Nightmare Factory for Hook. And uh, let's see if the uh, team Taz also gets involved. There are many people, you know, many stakeholders here. Let's see what happens. Let's see. But uh, let's talk about the main one then. This is for the TBS uh, championship. This is the first defense for uh, champion Jade Cargill. So she was defending the title against Anna Jay of the Dark Order. So the main event interview bit with Mark Henry. So Anna Jay has claimed that uh, she is giving a new term for the TBS thing. She called it that page slayer. So uh, we see john silver you know impersonating mark and rear with the it's time for the main event thing which is hilarious so about the match the match was surprisingly good uh, i thought yes. uh, jade this was jade looked uh, really good in this one like she didn't look very off or green like we usually you know say about her anna j i think has stated in the past she gets better and better uh, by every match she has and this match turned out to be good it was short and simple and uh, what did you think about it yes uh, you know really enjoyed the main event you know and uh, as you just said you know uh, the expectations were low and uh, you know the execution was amazing uh, and uh, you know as you just said jade and anajay are getting better with time absolutely agreed you know uh, and this thing that if uh, th- there are uh, some people who are criticizing with uh, the choice of the champion uh, i would like to say that jade cargill looks like a superstar that is why she is champion you know she has that you can say the aura and she looks like a powerhouse she is uh if you are a professional wrestling fan you watch all wrestling she is aw's camille brickhouse you know uh she may not be as you just pointed out she may not be the best in ring worker but if she can look the part she can act the part she can draw the desired reaction that 
then no more questions in my opinion you know in this match we saw jade doing uh, cocky covers and uh, you know she had the green eye shadow on she was trash talking with anna j she even at one point was doing push ups in midst of the match and she was just flaunting her ego all the you can say the heel antics were on display so you know you can say that she is absolutely getting better with time you know slow methodical pace to the match pretty much i really enjoyed the main event i would absolutely echo your thoughts absolutely but and also uh, we had uh, jade cargill having a pose off with johnny hungy at one point and there was <laughs> a lot of involvement of uh, mark selling in this match so uh, he got his you know uh, like he got what he deserved as john silver hit a brain buster on him on in the out on the outside uh, so this was this caused a little distraction for anna j so uh, jade cargill hit a pump kick and was going for the jaded and this was my favorite part of this match actually so she picked her up for the jaded anna j reversed it and locked in the queen slayer and this was actually a really cool transition and mm. um, they were actually fighting off like anaje had uh, the queen slayer the some uh, the choke hold um, on jade for a while now so they were do like exchanging big moves and at the end uh, jade was able to hit the jaded and get the win this match went about 8 minutes or so and uh, pretty good performance for both these ladies yes absolutely but who do you okay. think sorry to interrupt you but who do you think eventually should take the title of jade mhm that's a good question uh, right now i do not see anyone uh, probably mm, no when i see the women's division of this promotion aw i see you know a great wrestler or a great worker so i see one of the top contenders as serena deeb so i am not saying that she should take the title off of jade at some point but i see her as a great you know wrestler as a great entity so if they ever crown her as a champion in uh, aw women's champion or a tbs champion i would not complain at all because she is a great worker and with the work that we have seen in the recent past she is doing a great job in my opinion and uh, other than saina deep uh, mm, no there is also this thing we 
do not see any person or anyone's potential uh, if there is uh, if that is latent in them because of you know limited tv time so if there is someone uh, there in the women's locker room who has immense potential if yes yes please should i pull out a name yes please the one i think is a great candidate to take the title of jade and i'm also adding in the believe in like the believability you know factor in it i think it is chris statlander hmm yes she mm-hmm. has gotten better like we don't say that she is green and all she is not ready she has gotten much better than what we are just saying about anaje hmm and she is yes. over she is a popular figure in that division hmm i would buy that agree yes sure agreed but you know the still the, there is this uh you know skepticism for me with regards to chris statlander i'm not i'm not you know uh, throwing away her potential you know now you just you know as you name dropped her i am you know pretty much agreeing that if she's crowned champion in the future you know the thing is that any woman in this division would get better with time if they put in the work and they have the, uh, they you know have the right mindset absolutely but uh, right now chris statlander the fact uh, the my opinion is that you know she is not getting probably you know uh, i would like to say that much spotlight or investment from the crowd I, i cannot say at this point if you compare it to the other lady that i mentioned yeah i, I get that deep. because i get that yes. because i think if you want to say who's over in that division you can mm. you know say uh, this person or that person but overall it is being run by brit baker now she hmm. is the legit star of that division hmm and then yes. you have your thunder rosas your serena deeps and if you want to you know mention other names like uh hikaru shida hmm and i can yes. say even chris statlander is also in that you know small group of people yes yes let's see man let's, let's see. see and uh, i think they should be adding to say in, in the men side tony khan has gotten you know a lot of big names but mm. i think it's time he should uh, do the same thing with the women he has already added mercedes martinez that's a good addition in my opinion and i think he should go even further maybe bring bring in a tie valkyrie i think she is willing to you know be part of aw um i would agree with tie valkyrie but 
the fact is that uh, if the deal can be made or not and if she is willing to work or not but i would absolutely 100% agree that uh, with the fact that you just said that it is time to make the women's division legit as well but you know th- there is this resistance uh, with the existing roster that you do not want your spot to be you know shaken up to be ruined to be hampered or to be taken by the other person so there is resistance from the existing roster and when the existing roster has members who are best friends quote not intended or best buds with the evps so that probably or with the promoter or that then that creates a huge problem with regards to the investment from the promoter when they go out to recruit talent that say for instance uh, killer cross he is a great talent no doubt about it but there is some rumor that he had a, you know beef with adam cole in nxt at the time in nxt Uh, which involves uh, scarlet bordo as well so killer cross most probably would not get signed in aw he is a great talent when he is presented and he is pushed he would make a hell of an investment he would make a hell of a superstar in aw i saw his work in impact wrestling he was a great you know uh, superstar no doubt about it but these things that i just mentioned you know it is basically politics it works but you know now you are seeing the women's champion as uh, a brit baker so probably she does not need any you know wrestler from outside i'm just saying as an example i'm not saying that that is what is happening i'm just saying as an example that if brit baker is an uh, is a is a is the women's champion so probably she does not need any uh, wrestler who is of the caliber or that is of or a women's wrestler who is of an higher caliber than her that the likes of uh, sasha banks charlotte flair uh, becky lynch or diana parazo or something like that. diana parazo is, is her friend but you know i am just saying for the sake of it and now we take the example of taya valkyrie who you just mentioned taya valkyrie is a great female wrestler she made her name in lucha libre triplea she made her name in impact wrestling great talent great worker she has immense potential she would be a great signee for aw 
but if this politics thing exists she probably won't get sacked that is the thing and such politics exists everywhere it is not just in the locker room of aw it exists everywhere everybody is scared of their spot everybody is scared because it affects their livelihood it exists everywhere but if you are someone of the mindset that you know it benefits the company if you sign taya valkyrie the he would earn more it it would you know earn more revenue it would get more fans and in turn it would probably get you more pay if that is your mindset then it is a positive mindset and then probably the likes of tyre valkyrie killer cross or many others who are free agents and who probably can be good investments they would get signed but we live we do not live in a perfect world we do not live in a world where everybody is living with a positive mindset so there is that that's pretty much it and i would agree with you that tony khan the promoter needs to invest now in the women's division absolutely it is the need of the art and it would only help the promotion achieve better heights i would absolutely agree 100% but uh, that was the review for rampage and before we leave where can these guys find you guys you can connect with me on instagram and twitter at abimaniac and you can also connect with me on linkedin and facebook as well and you can find slam of wrestling on twitter at slam of w instagram at slam of wrestling you can catch this review on anchor and spotify as well this was the aw rampage review and we'll see you guys next time and before i one last thoughts i want to say #freeali see you guys <laughs>